welcome to another episode of Giving a Hoot with Camille and Luke. Hey. Hey. Uh, (laughs) If you haven't figured out, this is Who Gives a Hoot, and that's Camille, and I'm Luke. Um, Yeah. Now that you're up to speed, uh, welcome. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We, We don't have a whole lot of news uh going on we we just had well well, youth soccer night which had a great turnout of kids um you know for fourth of july weekend that friday for a game that was a little lackluster but we'll break into that because we got some fantastic news of joe burrito uh not joe burrito as uh, some people like to say uh joe burrito is up for goal of the month for June for an absolute banger. Yeah, that was a great goal. Well-deserved. Yeah, well, I mean, if you get out there and vote, it, it, it'll it be well-deserved. So get out there, vote for Joe Brito. Um, he scored some absolute bangers for this team. Has he scored anything that wasn't a banger? I don't think so. No, so he's bangers only Joe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, get out there, vote. Uh, go follow USL League One. It's on all of their social. So do that. Now let's talk about a game. Um, there were no fireworks. We we lied in the last pod. Yeah. Uh, Sad about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, like it's July Fourth weekend, like Independence Day weekend, and no fireworks. I feel like maybe I'm mistaken, but I feel like I heard them say before the game at the stadium there was going to be two. Maybe I was. It might have just been wishful thinking. Yeah, maybe it was the voices in my head. Or, or, or maybe they were talking about how the storm chasers were going to have fireworks on the Fourth of July, twenty-minute fireworks show. <sighs> that was probably it. Yep. Um, but anyways, that's enough talk about baseball. We uh we didn't score, but Rashid had a shutout, and Dalton had a shutout, and Alex Yay. Touche, and uh, Gabe Claudio for a little bit, following Jiba, because we ended the game with five in the back. Yeah, I mean all the defenders got that one right. Yep. Shut out for all of them. And uh, the offense, I mean they tried. They had, I think it was 15 shots, uh, five on target. And Adrian Zendejas, who used to be the number two keeper for Sporting Kansas City, uh, I believe he was with Nashville last year and now is playing for a USL1 team, Yeah, uh, is their goalkeeper. They, I know. Char- Charlotte Independence watched uh, NCFC last year and said, this is what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, props to Adrian Zendejas because he had some great saves there. But more to the point, our guys had some great shots. Yeah. Um, it, no. The pitch made it a little bit tough in the first half when we were going towards the sun, uh, towards the west. Um, there was at least one crease 
that ball decided to did a nice little ground pass, four feet in the air, uh, ground pass, four feet in the air, keeper rolling the ball out four feet in the air, like, and not, not what you want to see on a soccer pitch. Right. But this is third division U S soccer. I'm pretty sure the rest of the pitch was probably as good as if not everything else. But when you got that happening, like it, there, there are multiple spots uh, on the broadcast where you see that happen. Watching in the stadium just felt, I, I felt ashamed by it because we pointed out multiple times this season where I think it's always been that same crease there. Um, and I'm going to call it by the baseball terms because it's because there's a baseball diamond there. Yeah. Uh, it's the shortstop. Um, right. Against Fuego, we, we called out the player who's walking on his own trips and falls. Like, I, I don't want to see a guy get injured on that. These guys don't get paid yeah. enough. Right. And it's a, it is that shortstop area is a critical part of the field. That can affect the defense or the offense of either team. Yeah. I mean, that's just outside the 18, yeah. I believe. Like that that's such a integral spot in an attack or stopping an attack that, you know, having abysmal pitch conditions in that one spot can really cut the momentum. And I felt it did in our in the first half where we we did not have the opportunities I think we would have because guys were actively avoiding that. Yeah, I agree. I think that's an added struggle for us. Not only is the pitch so short, we have to adjust to that, but then the conditions just throw a whole other problem in there. Yeah. Um, I I know there's got to be an answer for it because this is the first year that's happened. This is our third year playing in a converted baseball stadium. Yeah. But uh, until I actively see the ball roll flat across that area, uh, I am going to keep calling it out as a danger to the players and the game. Well, and it is in that, in that order. Yeah, it is. And you, you don't want any, thought about a game to stray because of the pitch that should never be a worry so hopefully something is able to improve whether that be we wait until baseball season ends or there's something that changes in the maintenance of the field I don't know how that works I just know that it's a baseball field too so <laughs> I'm just talking to talk I don't I don't know the science of grass uh we're we're both in the wrong states for the science of grass. Um, right. Your birth your birth state, Colorado. Some of those, uh, y y you get a little bit more there. But yeah, onto the positives. Uh, Dalton and Alex had a great game. Um, you know they, R Rashid had some good stops, but I, I felt those guys locked it down better than they have in any previous game. And and Charlotte has been proving to be a very tough squad this season. Definitely. I think Charlotte had great attacking moments too, but we were just able to shut them down. So it was impressive. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing that does worry me a little bit, um, worried me in this game, 
I felt like Rashid was caught out a couple times um, too much. And, you know, that that's the way that Rashid plays. Um, he's used to going out there, but there were a couple times where he got chipped. Um, and granted, they weren't great chips because they didn't go in the net, but it, it is like, uh, you know, saying a little prayer for the quarter second uh, right. as, as it goes out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, hold your breath a little. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, as far as offensively, JP had one hell of a game. Like, he's been good this season, but the fact he didn't get anything in the back of the net was just... Eh. The worst part is, he almost got that 25-yard banger I've been complaining about him for right. three seasons on. <laughs> I know, and he was so close during that entire game. I mean, just a great performance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, there were a number of times where him shutting down transition uh, was just absolutely integral in, in us being able to build anything and really keeping some of the, you know, the top scorers, top players in the league from being mm -hmm. able to do anything. And, and I think that was that was absolutely amazing to see. Uh, Dion and Noe up top. I still want to see Dion or Noe and Ricky because yeah. I think that that's their styles just seem to work better. But that was such a great, uh, great hookup there. Um, you know, the experience with the the youth like that, that just really, really worked for me. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Connor was Connor. Like, I mean, uh, no, old, old reliable. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, it, it, it is a zero, zero draw. Like the, the biggest, biggest takeaways I think I have here. Um, that, that coming into Werner park teams are going to force us with possession. I believe we ended the game with like 55% possession. Which um, is not bad for us. But we don't <laughs> do well with 55%. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we were showing off our like passing, which was great, but you're right. We're definitely a counterattacking team. Yeah. Like Jay, Jay doesn't build a team around possession. He's the opposite right. of uh, opposite of Peter Vermees. He's, you know, just very much a, we're going to counter. We're, we're going to rely on the speed. Uh, we're going to do this, which we we almost had uh, with some of the subs. Um, Yoskar coming in, uh, he he's made some amazing plays. Only player to get a yellow card on our team. Uh, I, I know. I know. That I, has he gotten a, Is he about to become our Dunham voice, get a yellow card every time he comes on? Let's keep I, a tally and see. I think that was his third consecutive game he's come on and gotten a yellow in, uh, which for for a guy his size, proud of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but his, his foot skills have matured so significantly. Um, it, I really, really love to see his progression from when he started as the, the academy signing. Um, you know, even watching him with the academy team back in was that 2019? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it, it 
he's he's done just amazing growth um and you know some of that probably jay's coaching but i think just being able to play with these guys like connor like dion like dalton uh who have so much professional experience at this point i think this was dalton's 67th game in uh in uh, usl league one his 41st yeah. in at union omaha like he's wow. yeah yeah, who'd have thought Dalton uh, playing 41 games in Omaha? Uh, I know. I, I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're thrilled by that. <laughs> I never even would have thought that I'd be living in Omaha, but it's okay. It's been great. No, nobody thinks that. It just sneaks up on them. It just happens. I just ended up here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but th- this was um, Rashid's 50th game, um, which. Again, a guy who I didn't think would I'd be seeing for a third season. Um, really, any of the guys who started in 2020, either I imagine just weren't going to be playing anymore, as is the case with a couple of them, or like the three guys from the 2020 season who were still playing for us, I expect them to, to have gone on and, you know, clubs should be wanting them. Right. Club, like, they're they're fantastic players. There's a reason why Jay keeps asking them back. Right. Uh, but what one of the fun facts um, that we got in the data dive this week, um, Kyle Reisman's, uh, who's been writing for the blog, doing our hashtag data dive at wghmedia.com. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so. Out of the 11 teams in the league, we've played the least amount. I think that was our ninth or 10th game. Um, I think we're two, still two games down, right? Or are we one now? I, I think we're two or three from the top, or like team that's played the most. Uh, may, maybe two from everybody else. With 11, so you're always going to have until like that final week, right. one, one team down at least. But We've had, or teams against us have gotten the most yellow cards and red cards of any team in the league. And, and he brought up a very good point of, you no, know, we've got guys who have won the championship. Does like that paint a target on our back? Like, are they coming in looking at us as a need to beat team to the point where they're going to be almost violently physical? Yeah, I think there's a lot of personal uh physicality in there honestly if it's not from last year it's from them getting the furthest in the u.s open cup there's two factors there you know and they're they're looking at our statistics and standings from a league standpoint and they're wanting to prove themselves i'm sure and i think their feelings are hurt are are these these tough guys coming in and starting to starting to cry yeah yeah through yellow cards, they're crying yellow tears. Yes. Uh, uh, well, this was our was that our third game that somebody's gotten a, a red um, against us. I I don't know. I, there's been so many. It's we, it's crazy. We're we're not the data people. Uh, <laughs> I I just talk. I don't really. Yeah. I mean, you you, you watch the games and get a lot more from them than the rest of us. Uh, which, <laughs> yeah, I, I just watch the games and pretend I know what I'm saying. Um, 
but it, it really has been, you know, home hasn't felt like an advantage. Um, looking at the team's write-up, uh, post-game write-up, that you know they always have the the quotes because they get the the direct access to, um, to the players and to Jay. But there's always like uh, because they give the same press release to uh, all members of the press with that write-up and a few extra quotes in there. Uh, Joe uh, was quoted as one of those extra quotes. Um, and something along the lines of, we, we're still learning this field. This is only our fourth game on it. Yeah. And we've played six games in the Metro, but one of those was at Creighton. One of those was at UNO. We played th- those two being on soccer specific state at soccer specific stadiums, um, you know, in front of lively fans. Uh, yeah. And then four at Werner Park on a field that is a very different dimension. It, it's uh, some of these teams have guys who played on it significantly more than our guys have. Um, yeah. You know, in, in the case of, you know, a Richmond or a Tucson, um, no they have guys who used to play for union Omaha, Mm -hmm. um, even Noko, um, although he was injured, uh, when, when he came here. Yeah. Just saying, um, Ethan injury prone. Well, it, it really is that disadvantage though, because it, now, other teams, other coaches have been looking at Warner Park as, you know, this, these are the strategies we need to beat these teams at their own stadium. Like, we need to play that bunker ball, uh, you know, park the bus, whatever you want to call it, but force them to have possession on this very small field. It's going to force us into to better spots, better defend, keep them shut out. And... Our, our guys just have it like they can't practice on the field because I mean, heck, this last game there was a baseball game on Monday, so they were already tearing up the the pitch by the time right uh, you know guys were off the pitch. Yeah. It, it there there's just no opportunity to get used to it, and from what I've heard from other clubs, um, they're setting out cones to the exact dimensions of Warner Park on their own fields of this is what you have to do. Like, these are the spots that are rough. Right. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure that we're quite thinking of that because when they're practicing at Tranquility or they're practicing at Omaha Sportsplex, they're playing a full-size FIFA pitches. Um, No, granted, Werner Park is a FIFA legal pitch to all those haters out there. It is FIFA legal uh, by at least five or six inches. And that's enough. Um, we, I'm not sure we're, we're necessarily training for the same conditions because it's supposed to be home field advantage. Yeah. And it's definitely not. And I'm hoping within the, and by the end of the season, we see more of a home field advantage, but with not only how many away games we've had at the beginning of the season and the U S open cup games, in addition to that tired legs, who knows what kind of focus there is right now on adjusting to the home field uh, compared to finding the lineup that we want to see ideally, you know? Does this past game 
give you a, a different idea of what lineups are going to work? Um, you know what? We saw some interesting changes towards the end of the game, um, but a very similar starting lineup, I thought. And so I think we're starting to see kind of us potentially getting in a groove. Um, but I am intrigued by the changes that we continue to see with subs. I think with the small amount of players that we have, we need to get creative. So, I mean, we can't, I mean, it's it's refreshing sometimes to see the changes, but I honestly have no predictions for who starts when at this point. Well, we're, who are we playing this weekend? Tucson? No, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina, not as bad as last year. Um, right. Great field. Uh, I think their average age is now over 21 years old. Their, their team as a collective can drink. Uh, nice. <laughs> uh, maybe, not their, maybe not their goalkeeper, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of a team to watch this year. I I agree with you that I, we started to see that solidifying of the lineup. Yeah. I I think again I would still like to see Noe and Ricky up top if Ricky's healthy. Mhm. But Dion up there was great. Um no, I I think Kamal on a larger field gives us a serious speed advantage. Yeah. That uh could be very beneficial at uh, at North Carolina. Curious to see what what Jay does this weekend, but I I think we're not going to be overly surprised there. Uh, to to that point, we're starting to to get used to the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, still haven't had like too much of a chance to to really to meet the guys. I mean. You live with one of them, so that that changes everything there. Yeah. But uh, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, there, there's actually been some some fun content on on the team social this week. I'm impressed. I I want them to keep that up. Yeah, like I I mean I'd love to see Dalton on an Instagram takeover because <laughs> I I feel like uh, you know he's gonna pull out his cowboy hat collection. Um, yes. Yes. You know, may, maybe take somebody down fishing on the river. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I think the team needs more of that. And the guys need to to realize more how how invested the, the fan base is. You know, we're we're seeing it, it seems like Werner Park has less energy. Yeah. Um, but I, I just feel like that's a lot of we don't know the guys. I agree. Yeah, I think um, a lot of what separated the team from fans this year has been the increased media about the U.S. Open Cup. And I, I think not only the focus on that has created a separation, but also I'm sure the players feel a little bit hesitant when they're getting that media coverage thinking people only care about us if we're playing and we're playing well, which is so not true, especially for fans of Union Omaha. You know, they genuinely care about 
where they are, you know? No, we're all trash. We're all trash. <laughs> uh, no, I, but the team doing more of these things to, to make the guy seem accessible. Now I know that Dalton really likes a California bowl um, from yeah. Cool Greens. Right. <laughs> and there's lots of salmon sandwiches, right? What? I, I Like, I'm not a salmon fan in general, but no. Salmon sandwich, like I, I suppose it's got your omega threes. Like get get everything. But uh the the camera in the, the lunchroom, that, that's something they did last year. And you felt like it, Ricky has pipes of an angel. And yeah. <laughs> you no, know, you you find out who's got the best dance moves. And just stuff that just kind of breaks down that that wall there. Uh I I believe the next home game, which that's the 16th. There's a lot going on that day. There's the 5v5 tournament for kids to adults. Mm -hmm. uh, you're probably going to be out there playing because. I'm not. I'll be at the event on the 17th. Uh, you're you're going to be at the, uh, what? what's that? Uh, Foot volley. Volley? Foot volley? Mm -hmm. and, and I think all the guys are supposed to be at that one. I'm not sure. It said that Union Omaha uh, players will be there supporting and mingling with the teams. So um, if you want a chance to, to find out what everybody but Dalton's uh, favorite food is, because Dalton already told you, um, yeah. everybody else just kind of showed. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I guess Eddie, Eddie wanted in the full, like good, good ingredients. Good. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's full on uh, advert, man. No, he, he's about, Watch too many episodes of Mad Men. Uh, yeah, somebody time. get him a, a sales deal or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that I think that's over at Barrett's. Is that yes. right? Yes. Yep. So get get out to Barrett's. Uh, try and buy them a beer. I, I think they're on the clock, so they'll probably shoot you down. Um, maybe buy not. Buy the water. Buy the water. Yeah. I, hopefully, you don't have to buy water. Um, <laughs> that's I, true. I, <laughs> but you, you know. Uh, get out, mingle with the guys. Uh, I, I think those sort of things are a great opportunity. Just get to know them. Let them know that you you care about this team. Uh, if you know you aren't able to to make it to a game, but you're able to to make it to uh, off Leavenworth, it's a super easy, fun way to do that. Don't have to show up and try your skills at football. -y. Yeah. Uh, no, just just get out there, meet them. Let let them know that Omaha cares. Because mm -hmm. we do. Uh, oh. uh, all right. Uh, score prediction. Mm, I want to see another shutout. I think I think we can do that. And I'm I'm looking for one goal. I think one zero. Who's scoring the goal? I think JP deserves it. He was so close last game. I I want to see him get a goal. All right. Um, I feel like they're frustrated after that last game. I think we're going to see a three nil game. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think JP is getting one. Mm -hmm. I think Connor's getting one. He needs Love one. In, see that. He, he needs to have one in regular play. I think Yoskar is getting one. Okay. No, I love uh, that. no 91st minute. Like 91st minute. Okay. I, 
I don't think Jay's going to start him because, and which means it's got to come out after the 70th minute. So, right. Right. So then he gets a little bit over 20, 20 minutes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he'll find it. Okay. Um, I'll have to hold his, uh, his case of beer for a couple of years, but yeah. Get him yeah. a case of Gatorade. Yeah. It's what they asked for, just so long as it's legal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, trying to think if we, we have anything else. I guess uh, the 16th game um, is 402 night. Mm-hmm. So whatever that means, um, Omaha Pride, Omaha, and it's Heartland Pride that day. So if you want to go get it, uh, in on the pride parade downtown, go for it. That that'll be fun. Um, but then go be proud of Omaha and Papillion. I don't know. I, I, I'm not super thrilled about this, uh, one. You know, we, we've got lots of other fun ones coming up around the world night, STEM night, um, you know, Oktoberfest, uh, Hispanic Heritage Night. I, mm-hmm. So so many so many great opportunities out there for fun ones. Uh, if you're really proud of living in the 402, sixteenth uh, is your night. Uh, yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, we do have a lot of Omaha events going on that weekend. So go out to one of those instead of you know, I mean, 402 night at Papillion, but. Go to the events that we're having on Saturday and Sunday, you know. And did you hear about that party bus? That their their new promotion with. Uh, well, you're you're excited about that because you live in Benson. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I don't even know what it is, I, but I saw it. They they promoted it on one screen. For, I, I think it's a thirty dollars from gets you a ticket a beer, a sandwich, because culprit went out of business for uh, whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. Lots of rumors going around that. Um, so you get a sandwich instead of a culprit pretzel. Mm. And a bus to and from Benson uh, at Berchen. But uh, on the 16th, I, I, I got to plug this because Monica is a friend of the pod. Uh, Football for the World is doing a fundraiser meet and greet at Rathskeller. Yeah. Um, watching women's Euros. I think it's $25 um, entry, which gets you some food. Yeah. I, I don't know if it gets you a beverage, but it gets you a great time with some, some great company. Also watching the women's Euros, which uh, having watched the past two games, have I, I didn't finish today's with Northern Ireland, but... It was still a fun game. Northern Ireland being the first time ever in the Euros, mm-hmm. uh, never made a World Cup. Uh, yeah. Just so much fun to watch that that team's excitement going in and then going down to goal nine minutes in. Uh, right. But you know, yesterday's England uh, England game, like that was should not have been should not have been one. Like Austria had a very good opportunity, many very good opportunities, and that was such a hard fought game. So, watch the women's Euros. Uh, watch uh, the women's 
uh, Africa Cup of Nations. Mm-hmm. So so many great women's tournaments going on this summer. Watch them all, uh, and you now join some of us at uh, the Football for the World event, the 16th at Ratskeller, where you know there there's food, there's good food, there's good soccer, and then wow. we're gonna go to Union Omaha game. Like it's yeah, it's a perfect Saturday. Maybe that's the point of the 402 night. Let's put it this way. Get involved in the community for in Omaha. And then yeah. go enjoy some Union Omaha soccer. I like it. There we go. All right. One last question for you. Who gives a hoot? We, we do. do.